0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saboteurs. We like movies. I'm Misha. Hello again, friend uh, of a friend. Uh-huh.
1: I'm, I, I'm Misha, and I take no responsibility for Anjo. <laughs> okay.
2: Mai gets it, though. Mai gets
0: Of course, I do. I've seen this movie by a bajillion times.
2: Mm hmm. But it leads <sighs> me to re Yeah
0: good times good times but okay yes um we will be talking about not a very not recent movie but there is recent news (laughs) that got people excited for it all over again so let's talk about scott pilgrim versus the world
2: To think of it, that song's opening line is perfect for this whole situation. Just because it's a 13-year-old movie at this Ugh. point in time, fuck and you. Netflix <laughs> is this. I know, I know. Uh, Scott I know. Pilgrim, the movie is 13 years old. Yeah, it was released in 2010, guys. It's now 20. This movie would be going to high school now. Yes. Yes. Or junior high. I don't know. K-12 never existed in my time. In our time. Especially your time, Isha. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) But anyway, going back to my point. You know, the opening lines of that song, of Metric's song, is perfect for this movie. Just because this movie, as I said earlier, was released in 2010. And Netflix is reviving it in 2023. 13 years later. <laughs> but but, so but here,
1: here, here's the kicker, they are doing it with the entire cast from the movie reprising Woo! their
2: characters. Yes, yes! that's everybody.
0: why! everybody! It's so yes! fun! Hello
2: again, guys! Hello again to the cast and the characters. That's yes. amazing.
0: Yeah, it's so exciting. Like, literally everyone came back. And I guess it just goes to show how much love and fun went into making the film because everybody said yes.
2: For sure, for sure. Yeah. And Cap- I'm Captain thinking America, that as big as he is, said yes.
1: Mhm. I'm thinking like maybe, maybe just maybe. I think maybe that the animated series is going to try and be more faithful to the graphic novels that mm-hmm. the movie was based on, and I think the actors are excited to just revisit these characters that that everybody knows and loves and maybe interpret them in a different way.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting and I uh, can't wait to see it. When is it going to be released again on Netflix? Because I already searched for, I wanted to look back and watch it again even if I've watched it a billion times. I went to look for it on Netflix and all it had, it didn't have the movie but it already had like a page for the series yes. that's about to come out but you know, wala, wala pang laman. No photos, no the, nothing. But it's just there, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. they,
1: they, they hated they didn't, when Netflix does They that. didn't even make a, like a clever thumbnail or whatnot. No,
0: nothing. Thing.
1: It's a good thing then that the movie is on HBO Go for anyone who
0: was looking for it. I did not think to open HBO Go. I have to renew my subscription. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I have to... Uh, oops. <laughs> Just knocked my mic She there. got so excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta watch it again. But then it's I'm gonna watch the series on Netflix when it comes out.
2: As a video game nerd, as a comic book nerd,
0: or I've nerd in general,
2: <laughs> or nerd in general, <laughs> I've seen this movie countless times. My <laughs> wife nerd. and I, who were still starting out at that time, we were still dating. <clears throat> Is she your no,
0: Ramona? <laughs> yeah, she's
2: my Ramona. Oh, that's so cute. Ramona. No. Anyway, Ramona. anyway, <laughs> it's like my Ramona and Knives Chow all at once. So that makes Basha. Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. special mention. Basha. This should absolve me of all the chores that you were planning to make me do. Wow! <laughs> that, but anyway,
1: yes. I, I I love Scott Pilgrim versus me the World. Too. This is one of my favorite movies. And also from one of my favorite directors. This one came from Edgar Wright, who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver. Um, and he was clearly having the time of his life adapting last his graphic novel. Last Night novels. in Soho, Misha. You forgot last and night. And Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Which is painful. But yes, yes. That was a great flick.
0: Yeah. I'm so happy. They're, um, well, I don't know how involved he's going to be in the series, but... You know, this mo- speaking for this movie, it was so much fun. I loved it. Even if I'm not like, uh I wouldn't say I'm not a comic. I haven't read the comic books. I haven't played the game. But mm-hmm. just going into it as a movie, I had so much fun that I've watched it countless times as well.
2: It, it's, it's just really fun. You know, like, it really speaks to a generation, this movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Millennials. <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> Millennials. 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 have have a lot of issues with trying to express themselves
0: and Access. grew up
2: on you know 8 and 16 bit pixely video games
0: yes yeah. uh, yep, it, it, yep. it just takes you back but watching it again it's so amusing to see all these actors from more than 10 years ago 13 like, years ago to be, fact, shit, the to cast. be it's correct uh are such babies there it's like what <laughs> the fuck? and that is true and if you look at it okay at the time 13 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. Stop mentioning. <laughs> like holy
0: back. hell, it just, <laughs> it
2: dude. Come it, on. Just putting
0: salt on the wound. It's like 13 yes, it years just, ago. It
2: just, you know, proves our mortality. You know, <laughs> Jesus emphasizes Christ. our mortality.
0: Uh, but this insight's not going to make you feel any younger, but at the time, the cast, besides, I guess, Michael Sarah, who was probably at his peak at the time, um, <laughs> besides Brandon Ralph and you, Chris you Evans. Mean-
2: you mean mm-hmm. peak
1: hipster? He was peak Michael Sarah.
0: He, he was oh. peak Michael Sarah. Yeah, poster
1: boy of hipsters.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. But everybody else, they were just not really that big yet. L- looking at them now, they're big stars like Aubrey Plaza, yep. Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson before Captain Marvel, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, yep.
1: Yep.
0: who Misha just mentioned that. I still can't wrap my head around the fact that she's married to Obi Wan Kenobi.
2: It's
1: so weird.
2: It is. <laughs> it's it's, really it's very strange considering that she's going to be joining the Star Wars franchise.
1: Yes, yes, she but is
2: going back to a different comic book thing <laughs> other than Star Wars.
1: But this cast is just insanely overpowered. I mean,
0: yeah seriously. and no, no, If here, here's the thing. Kieran Halfmann is now Kukan. in succession. Alison, okay. yep. but if this came out now with the same cast, you'd be like, holy shit, this is stacked. You
2: know, it's, well, it's Exactly. But you know, it's that's like the reaction I had hearing the anime announcement. I'm yeah, like, but, holy shit. Then, like, but if but you think about then, it If you think about it, Universal Studios was like a basketball team drafting rookies. Yeah. Who all turned out to be superstars. <laughs> I know.
0: You know? That's but true. Then, but, but then Thirteen like, years ago. It was chill. Thirteen years ago. It was I like drafting okay Kobe. Man, B- okay lang. But they're cool, but they're they're not like big stars.
1: Yep, yep. Yep. Like, like, Yo even had you had Aubrey Plaza, you had Anna Kendrick, and even um Ellen Wong from from, from, from Glow. I she was nice her. chow. She's like, so what the actual hot hell?
2: <laughs> okay, if you think about this movie, most of the most of them or ha- maybe half of them were like the indie movie indie darlings. movie
1: darlings of that well yeah like jason schwartzman is there so yeah
2: yes, okay, I, get, yes. I get that exactly. jason schwartzman i forgot that he
1: existed I swear. michael Sarah,
2: <laughs> you have aubrey plaza anna kendrick for a time was an indie darling i think yeah. up until now she is Kinda. it's just that she's that big of a name kind of she still does indie work
0: yeah she still does yeah and like uh, Alison Pill, who I absolutely oh recognize my God, as Alison well Bill. from the newsroom. Yes. I'm like, oh, wow, yep. weren't you in a band, oh. you producer lady?
1: And <laughs> the last two seasons of Star Trek Picards, so, which is really weird. Because uh, why is Alison Pill on Star Trek? But anyways, the point <laughs> is, all of these people have gone on to bigger and better things. Chris Evans went into some superhero franchise, I hear.
0: Uh, Brie Larson, Hello.
1: Brie Larson went into a superhero franchise, I hear.
0: Yeah, a you, you, lot, of, lot of superheroes, like Anja mentioned.
2: I don't know anything about superheroes. Whatever. Can you can, can he see your mug? Can you see your coffee mug right now?
0: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, he just brings up his Superman coffee mug.
0: Good job. Mm, yes, for those of Round of applause. Listen, yes. I'm gonna take
2: my earbuds and I'm walking
1: away from this
0: nerd. (laughs) Just held up a (laughs) Pokeball. Those are earbuds. That's so cool. Can I see? It's a case. (laughs) The case looks cute, (laughs) Pika. Okay. Anyway, so back to Scott Pilgrim. It's just amazing how successful most of the cast is now, and the fact that despite their busy schedules, they decided to just all come together again for this Netflix animation. Absolutely.
1: I I think, yeah, you were absolutely right earlier when you said that it shows how much fun they had working on it Mm -hmm. and how much trust, I guess, they have in Edgar Wright, who is actually um, going to be the executive producer on this show. We're not exactly sure if it's going to be a straight-up adaptation of the graphic novel because... Um, in the announcement, Edgar Wright said that they would be expanding the Scott Pilgrim universe. So I don't know if it's going to be a continuation, an adaptation.
2: Is it a sequel to the
1: book? Is it a sequel to the movie? I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm and clearly, excited. the cast if, is excited if, too.
2: If they're going to be expanding the 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 material, or you know, the universe of Scott Pilgrim, I want to know. Like Edgar Wright's the director of the movie, but we have to take into account that this was an ad- an adaptation of the work. Of right, right. The original author Brian Lee O'Malley, so I want to know how big his role will be in this. Should I would this love be? To know. Yeah, should this be something of a sequel? Some something of a sequel, or somewhat of a sequel, sequel, or something of like expanded stories, side stories within mm-hmm. the movie, mm-hmm. or maybe it could even be a continuation
1: of like the the ass video game because they made a sixteen bit video game. I have it. The movie. I have it, <laughs> which was re released on Switch a couple of years ago, <gasps> and 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 that one took story elements from the movie but it presented everything as a 16-bit representation of the original graphic novel art it's the nerdiest thing it's
0: the best
1: it's it's the best and it's like I've a side scrolling beat em up so it's just so
2: old school it's ridiculous it's ridiculously hard to be i honest. know it it is it is
0: that's what she said
2: oh wow, wow. <laughs> wait i have a question i have a question i have a question okay i want to know how far the thirst portion will go oh for fuck
0: if, we, if I get started it's not gonna end mm, <laughs> it's okay. like it's probably like 50% of the cast not including not Michael just, Sarah. I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: even about how
0: long Andrew. sometimes it's the girls uh, it's adults listening to this right this podcast Anyway, I mean, the, I mean, it's the not,
2: not even adults recording it. I don't know what you're uh-huh. talking about. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, the the movies, um, you know, is a is a coming of age story. So, I guess so.
0: Okay, since you brought up the movie, that's why we're going on a throwback episode today. I guess let's see. Yes, let's talk about it and let's see if it still holds up to this day, or is it about? Time for a fresh reboot with the anime series. Let's dive into Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. So, okay. I guess we can start with why the recent news excited so many people. Like, what is it about the Scott Pilgrim versus the World film that people loved so much? Why is it so loved?
2: I think it's because it spoke to an entire generation of people, <coughs> millennials. <laughs> you know, like this movie You're came not out. wrong i know right i mean like it came out at the time where millennials were in college or in high school or graduating or in you know in this very big transition in life so to speak speaking mm-hmm. speaking about personal experiences i mean i graduated much and recently <laughs> graduated okay you could have added that to the list and recently graduated but not so recent <laughs> jackass <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined your drag <laughs> money. <mind. laughs> oh my god. I mean, like, I, I'm guessing like everything about this movie would speak to an entire generation. Like if the if people in the 80s had Breakfast Club, you know. We have you know people in the 90s had American Pie. You know, you millennials know have something a little bit smarter. I think that's know? the
0: perfect
1: kind of analogy. Cause of course you had like your other um, hipster specific um, movies. Um, but this one was like exactly. I think you hit it on the head. It's a coming of age movie, like what you would have seen in the 80s and 90s. But it it's like it's like um, 16 Candles or Pretty in Pink if John Hughes had grown up playing video games. I John think. Hughes. That's,
2: that's right. That's
1: right. It's, it's really. It really you you have to be of that era to understand why it's funny to see a bad guy exploding into coins after you take him out <laughs> they had, like,
2: they, they had yeah. like all of the all of those broad strokes about what video games would be presented as in a movie like the dance dance revolution game they were playing you yep. yep. oh. like he said it about you said you said that thing about um people exploding into coins and like super uppercuts and whatever or you know, getting a do-over in the form of a one-up. Because who the hell even
1: uses the term one-up anymore?
0: Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Get a life.
1: <laughs> so witty. The... Unfortunately, that specificity. Oh, well, that's a hard word to say. Say it again that ten times. Specificity. Fuck. That specific Fuck. Specificity.
0: Specificity. That
1: specificity. <fuck>. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <laughs> I hate this
2: <laughs> okay 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 we know the what specific nature of the references <laughs>
1: contained therein oh.
2: i have to you applaud you with people that people suck
1: <laughs> i'm just okay the specific nature of the references <laughs> It alienated a lot of people who didn't grow up with those with with that kind of context, honestly. Yeah, which... You had, which ex- basically, you had to be there.
0: <laughs> it explains like a majority of its haters are probably a lot more mature than our age because that's nothing... It's it's not something they can relate to. Uh, yeah,
2: I think it was mostly like Gen X. The Gen X would have found it acceptable. But yeah. the generations previous to that
1: like you know when you take out your when you take out a a bad guy you know and you hear KO. i mean you know (laughs) i can't explain that to my mother
0: (laughs) yeah and um the whole treatment i guess just made it so much fun it's not just because it's a story that everybody relates to it's how everything was wrapped in this pretty video game laced wrapping Yes, that. yes, it just makes it so fun, and everything is completely consistent. Like the, these these uh people, these actors, are acting like they're in actual video games or anime or cartoons. This mm-hmm, is not mm-hmm. how you would see people act in general in any other movie. <laughs> so I think it's very unique in that way. It's like seeing an anime, but then totong tao yung pinapanood mo. It's weird, but right, it's right. acceptable because they completely own it. A hundred percent,
1: absolutely. Like somebody breaks, somebody breaks into a run. You know, they got speed lines going on behind them. I mean, running like Naruto
2: or something. (laughs) I don't know. But it, 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 it's just you know, like okay, going back to what John Hughes has been doing, or any other coming of age movies. You know, sometimes they present it in very, very different ways. Like we've been so used to the love story. You know, guy sees girl guy finds girl desirable or girl sees guy, it's, it's, it's the same story over and over again. But what made this movie stand out was how it was packaged, how, how Edgar Wright was able to marry some of the most outrageous ideas from video games, turn somehow mash it with a movie and love story of a coming of age story and turn it into something that's so much fun and sensible. It yeah. never does it it doesn't ever lose any sense. you know if you take out all of the video game aspect, all the visual aspect, all the campy nature of the acting, it's still a coming of age story that revolves around young love, which is why this movie I think is so brilliant
1: Ramona. <laughs> young love in all of its confusion Ramona. Uh, honestly package yep. for, for anyone who doesn't know or if you need a refresher, the movie of course, is about the young man, uh, played by Michael Serra, um, he is Scott Pilgrim, and he has just met the girl of his dreams, who is Ramona Flowers, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um The only trouble is he's currently in a relationship with a high school girl who adores yeah. him and his band, uh, Knives Child, played by Ellen Wong. She loves Scott and um, she's about to get her heart broken but Scott on the other hand in entering into a relationship with Ramona is about to find out that he is going to need to fight her seven evil exes um, if he wants to win her heart or some shit
0: yeah that's I think that's the the whole video game that's where the video mm -hmm. game aspects come in that he has to defeat these bosses kumbaga
1: right These and it's, it escalates yep you know, with so it, increasing it, difficulty
0: yes uh it, with increasing difficulty aka how much baggage ramona has with that certain x
2: like vegan yeah. powers <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god the best um okay so like there's a lot going on in the movie visually because it plays with the with things like sound effects editing which Edgar Wright's always been fantastic at except now he gets to play with like on-screen supers uh graphics and um chroma green screen references (laughs) and special effects and other things I really think if you look back at something like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz honestly those things were super laid back compared to this I mean he edited and shot the shit out of those movies but here, he just elevated to a whole nother level of insanity.
2: Well, Super. his budget was bigger. That's true. Also, so around that time, also- this superstar cast wasn't that expensive. <laughs>
0: Damn! That's can you imagine true. the talent fees going into that anime? You
2: got, you right? got Oscar I mean, like, nominees. You got global Golden Globe winners. You're
1: like, okay, we need to cast someone as Scott Pilgrim's sister. Okay, what's the role? She's gotta be a bitch to him half the time. Okay, cool. Anna get Kendrick. Becca. Get Becca from Pitch Perfect. You can't do <laughs> that. You just can't do that. We need a douchey ex boyfriend. What's Captain America doing now? Hmm. or we need like a bitchy ex-girlfriend what's captain marvel doing now (laughs)
0: right damn insane insane this cast yeah so that's one thing you could bring up as well the cast was phenomenal and they were so into their characters and all the ridiculousness of the direction of how they're supposed to act like the dialogue is, I think this also chalks up to editing, but the dialogue is just so snappy. Yes. That absolutely. the back and forth is just so quick that it's like the, your usual movie dialogue sped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like everything is just like so fast paced. The editing, like even down to the dialogue and the facial expressions, the whips, you know, the reaction whips. And the movie, those, like, little anime lines that go to their faces <laughs> when they're surprised. All that shit. It's so quick, which makes it so entertaining, too.
1: Um, one of my favorite characters, it's, it, I like the hear you mentioned the how fast everything is. Because, like, one of my favorite characters here is Scott Pilgrim's cool gay roommate,
0: um, Wallace. Galkin. I love him. He's my
1: favorite, actually. He's basically playing Roman Roy, like, 10 years before Roman Roy was a thing (laughs) and you could interchange them and no one would notice. I'm not even kidding. This guy will sleep with anything that moves. He's got a sarcastic comment for everything. He doesn't take anything seriously. And he will say one thing to your face and do the exact opposite.
2: Like two seconds later, it's just a joy to watch. He's such a douche.
0: He is. He's
2: been developing Roman Roy for quite some time for 13 years now.
0: (laughs) And he, I don't, I, I don't know about you guys, but he's the Culkin sibling I like better.
2: Hmm. Yes, well, no, He didn't
1: marry the girl who lived.
2: Uh, he, he didn't marry London Tipton. Thank you. I was thinking, what's the,
1: what's the name of the hotel? What's the name of the
2: hotel? I couldn't remember. Sweet but life yes. of Zack and Cody's London Tipton.
1: Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with. Oh, shit. it was the one for the boat? Ah, fuck it. Never Sweet mind. life
2: on deck. Thank you so much.
1: But it's um,
2: how I know these things? It's okay.
1: You want to go through like the evil X's because, like, that's a yes. big part of where the story goes. Where each X represents a different phase in Ramona's life, and Scott beating the crap out of them is kind of like working through her. Emotional
0: baggage as well. But, okay. I have a teeny tiny bone to pick though about this. Like, uh, going through, uh, fighting all her exes. Like, no issue that Ramona has been dating around a lot. I mean, good for her. She got to explore. Like, yes, girl. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my only problem with it is, why is it Scott who has to fight all Ramona's exes? Like, shouldn't it be her business? That's
1: that's super valid to be perfect. It is valid. It is valid. But
0: but, why do you have to involve your new partner in your past? Because at the end of the day, those are your demons to fight. And your partner doesn't have to prove themselves worthy by defeating all your exes. Like I know, maybe it was part of them showing that your current relationship is the best one. I don't know. But it's it's framed in a very damsel and distressy way. When we know Ramona is perfectly capable of fighting herself. But yeah, yun lang. I mean, just look, thinking about it now, it should be Ramona going over her issues. I think that kind um, of thing. I
2: have uh, two reasons for that. Reason number one. Okay the movie would not have been as much fun
0: yun nga eh, kaya nga that's, that's my bone too it's it's that, really that, no, it's but, really going to change yeah, everything yeah, no. the entire framework but, of it but just thinking yes. in a in a, in a individualistic point of view lang na, yeah just thinking about yes, it it shouldn't reason, be the responsibility shouldn't fall on the other person
2: yes but reason number 2 coming from you know back in 2010 back in those days also coming from, a, from guy, those days. coming from a guy coming from a guy Back in those days. Fuck, oh, man, it's 13 years ago. It's just 13 years ago. <laughs> it's not like. It's not like. Audio. Yeah, anyway, forget about 13 years ago. But anyway, coming from a guy and coming from 2010, if you put it in the perspective of 2010, toxic masculinity was more prevalent back then. Okay. And a lot of guys who are growing up have a lot of insecurities about exes, for sure. For sure. Well, people in just general, it's not, it's not just people in general, but you know. So
1: what are you saying? Speaking as someone who was male in 2010, what, you're going to go out and beat up all your wife's no, exes? it
2: doesn't necessarily mean you have to beat up people's exes, but you know, you, know, you still try to one-up the ex.
1: No, 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 here's the thing. the it's movie a metaphor, tries to paint we know. It, the, the
2: movie tries to paint
1: it's it a as a noble undertaking that even Knives cheers one at the end. She's all like, this is what you were fighting for. and I I think I'm with admir- my I'm de- I'm on this one because this just ends up, not only is he taking care of her emotional baggage and her, her, her dirty laundry, he's taking care of all of that. He's also like where he's coming from is that he's fighting for a prize. And I don't like that. That mm-hmm. Ramona is a prize that needs to be won. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I get it.
2: It's just that, you know, like, the- <sighs> okay, here's the thing. Not a lot of people who've seen the movie know this. But people who've read the book know this, which I hate doing, but this is one of the biggest changes they've made to a story because they've changed the ending completely for the general public. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. In okay. the book, I hate doing these things because... But you're going to do it anyway, so stop disclaiming. Okay. In the book, Scott actually ends up with knives and he realizes right. it after he fights Scott which right. paint which changes the whole dynamic of the argument because it shows actual growth of the character. Mm, they don't go that's with true. a with a storybook ending. They didn't they didn't go with a mass market ending, which you know I'm guessing tested better with the audiences. That's why that's the ending they they chose to go with. Yeah, they had to they, they, they had to justify everything he'd been through up to that point, I guess. Edgar Wright actually shot the alternate ending, the true ending.
1: Right, right, right. Which I like
2: that up better until, though? Right, which up until now has never been released, unless I haven't, you know, I haven't bought DVDs in a long time, unless there's this like <laughs> ten-year anniversary. DVDs? What are those? I don't know. Misha still collects DVDs. <laughs> I, fuck you! <laughs> I collect Blu-rays. You go to hell. So I, oh wait, same <laughs> wow, thing. It's Blue still Ray. a disc. It's still a disc. <laughs> anyway, have they released anything on Blu-ray? <laughs> uh, yes yes they have no, you jackass no, no, no. so with is, is, is the alternate ending I just want to know because I want to watch it I want to see how it uh, goes
0: yeah to, that'll um, be interesting yes
1: yes the alternate ending is on the blu-ray so yes they have like a whole section oh. of deleted scenes there that you can check out but I get what you're saying about the whole typical Hollywood ending because that's like a lot of adaptations. This isn't the first one to do that. Even something like, um, even a, a, like a stone cold classic like Breakfast at Tiffany's completely changed the depressing as all hell ending where the prostitute and the man whore go their separate ways. Because to anyone who is watching this in the 21st century, if you don't know that Breakfast at Tiffany is about a prostitute and a man whore, then I don't know what's wrong with you, seriously. But yeah, I audiences like to see people end up together, and that's what happened here. God mm. ends up with um, with Ramona, and Knives is happy to be on her own, happier than I think she should be. But that's the way the movie ends now.
0: Uh, I don't know if I if I were Knives, I'd be like, "Oh fuck you, you cheated on me, bye." <laughs> but I get you know how it would be cute to for well, not cute, but I get. How it would really um, show development in Scott's character, wherein he just ends up with knives instead. Yeah. I, yes. I understand. But too.
1: the way the movie's cut now, it's knives who grows up. <laughs> She's yeah. the one with Gross. emotional
2: growth. That, that, yeah. That's why I didn't understand, coming from the books, I didn't understand the purpose of fighting Nega Scott to get Ramona. Because the whole purpose of fighting Nega Scott is your character growth. Is Scott Pilgrim's character growth? Right. But in the movie, they end up the hanging movie. out together. <laughs> Which is weird. Which is weird. It I was. See.
1: So I, um, I think part of it comes from a wish fulfillment point of view as well. I mean, if Scott is supposed to be the avatar of like, you know, people who came of age playing those video games and watching all those movies and doing all those nerdy things. And then part of that wish fulfillment would be, you know, um, using all your nerdy knowledge to save the day, to getting the girl at the end of your quest, and um, maybe doing things that aren't exactly kosher, like, you know, in this case, cheating on your high school girlfriend. That's um, so close, though. She's so and then And then being forgiven and even encouraged. All of this within a two-week period. Right? Right. It's like, it's extreme wish fulfillment.
2: Which is why, which is why the movie, the movie is still great. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that was just, there was just this, if you if if you've previously read the book, there was just one disconnect if you've previously read, if you're familiar with the, with the original material.
1: I see. Also, who would fight over Michael (laughs) (laughs) Sarah? Knives.
0: I mean, like, really? Uh, also, also, another thought. So, if that's the world, if that's how the world works, that you have to fight your current person's exes. sobrang kawawa first ex na guys. That is everybody
1: who came after. Exactly.
0: So every everyone after the first one just shows that, oh, you've beaten the first person multiple times.
1: You feel wow, so bad wow. for Matthew Patel.
0: Oh, Matthew Patel. Oh, man, no. well, I know if That's how the world works. But I get it. Fine. It's not, I'm not gonna shit on the entire movie because of that framing. It's just maybe looking at it now and I guess being a bit more mature and thinking that, okay, th- these are your issues. These are things you should tackle that would, it just didn't make sense at this point in time of my maturity. Ugh. No, it, it, it's entirely
2: for, valid, but it, it's valid, pero you probably fought mega Megamai at some I, point. Oh my God. To realize that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fighting with her. That bitch. That bitch is a pain in the ass.
1: I have another read on it. Um, What if, what if, The whole thing about Ramona as a trophy, as a prize to be won. What if that's an extension of the whole, it's, that's just the whole video game analogy coming full circle, because, uh, maybe it's not just the trappings of a video game that are here, but like the, 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 the actual story itself. Like, think about it. Like those old super Mario games were like you going through eight different castles
0: to find, to find the princess. Yeah.
1: Right. And you know, you would always miss her just by a couple of minutes because she <laughs> had to go on the next one. You had to fight the next boss and the next boss. Yeah, I understand
0: that framework. No, That's how it works as a whole video game concept. But just personally speaking.
1: But if... No, no, no. I think you're entirely right. Because like if if I had to, you know... Why would you want to end up with someone who needs rescuing? That just sounds like work.
0: Or that sounds a- like... Oh, you have all these exes I have to fight? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to this, fight uh, fucking Captain America. That, Pass.
2: Way- <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't Captain America then yet. He's still a, on a skateboard.
0: Fine. I'm
1: going to have to fight the human torch. Pass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
1: I'm going to I have to fight that guy from Not Another in movie with whipped cream on his junk. ass. Okay, you guys realize that not she has one him, point but- twins. Yeah, you're not going to fight him. Tell us, what will you do to him? He shows up in your house right now wearing whipped cream. What are you going to do to him, I? Teach what him a lesson. think I'm
0: going to do, idiots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Introduce him to your mom. <laughs> you know, you know you know at one point Ramona Flowers dated twins, right? Didn't he have to fight like Yes, yes with with dragons? Uh, just yes. like the, twins. the Katayanagi twins. <laughs> they were that so was really cool.
1: fucking cool though. They were so they were cool. cool. Yes. They they did the whole multiverse of madness music fight before multiverse of madness.
0: And like the dragons.
1: Yes, they did. They did.
0: That the dragons really cool. that came out of the sound bars and stuff. That's so it cool. It was
1: very cool. I do not think Sex bob should have won that fight. No.
0: <laughs> like, and, no way. And there is a you reason why Andy the- Adams' band is more popular than Sex bob okay? That is a fire song. Black Sheep is yes. such a good song.
1: And Clash at Demon Head is the name of a classic Nintendo game, just for more nerdiness. Ah, oh,
0: nerdy stuff. I, I, mean, I, I, I didn't know
1: that. It is such a nerdy thing, I swear. <laughs> How old is the game? I don't even know. I've never actually seen it in real life.
0: Lies. <laughs> <Say>. <laughs> you are on a roll with... Uh, I know, <laughs> right? I, I'm just going to keep quiet <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love you, Misha. I'm just gonna keep quiet here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um so let's pick back up where Misha said let's go through the X's, which sounds like something fun. So okay. <laughs> uh,
2: well, it's seven. Let's
0: let's let's start with the most defeated one.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I... I know. <laughs>
2: poor dude
0: and coming from the backstory. oh and I love how they still use the art from the from the graphic novels yes. in this movie to, to, yes. to, to show the flashbacks that's pretty cool <laughs> it but, was yeah. it was considering
2: that Matthew Patel was like the most beaten up ex because he's the first <laughs> poor bastard he still had a fucking cool fight yeah you know, he had, like, these, summoning all these like because he has powers they all have powers. Actually the, yeah, yeah they all have powers. One had vegan powers which he lost. Anyway, Matthew <laughs> Patel was fucking cool. He would summon like these bat demon digital things, 16 bit things. I don't know what you call them, like bad demons.
0: And that guy looks like he has moves. He did. He did. And he, he has you know moves like too.
2: It, it was kind of cool how, you know, you you you're so <laughs> limited with a graphic novel, like you, you see still photos. You don't hear anything. But somehow, Edgar Wright manages to pull this off with some Bollywood flair.
0: I know! That's
2: fucking brilliant. One of the best opening fight scenes.
0: Yeah. That, that, Not bad that,
2: for, you know, the most book book dude. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: still a good opening if ever it were to open up this world. The first boss is still really memorable for you because that's the first fight you have to fight. And it was, uh, in, as a viewer, it's super entertaining still.
1: And he was played by that guy. From from You Girl, he was um. What's your name? He was um. CC's fiance on You Girl. No. Yes. What? No! <laughs> yes. 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 Are go- you
0: shitting me? I don't I'm remember Googling his name. That. Somebody I'm Google,
1: Google this shit. Wait, I'm wait, wait. That. Okay, I got I it. I don't believe you.
0: Holy shit! He blew up. Yes. Is he?
1: is he? Is he? Is it him? It's him. No way. What the hell is his name? <laughs> Here we go. Satya Babha. Yes, that's him.
0: He was Chevron? I'm telling
2: you! <laughs> this cast, up. I, this I, cast he is stacked.
0: I, up. I know
2: why. I know why. And <laughs> it it's
0: the eyeliner different. and the hair from Scott it's,
2: <laughs> and, Yeah, and the, frumpy it's the pirate clothes. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true.
0: Damn! But yes, yes, he's the
1: guy. When I saw it for the rewatch, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> I, I don't think it's the eyeliner. I think it's really just. The emo hair. And I think the fact that everyone in this movie still has baby fat compared to now. True.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: well. Okay. uh, looks like the typical scene kid, though. The the next evil ex, though, had no baby fat to speak of.
2: Mm -hmm. Who's the next one? I'm trying to remember. Lucas Lee, Hollywood
1: bad boy, played (laughs) by Captain (laughs) Americans. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I love it when Chris Evans plays douches.
0: Me, too. He he is so effective as a douchebag. Oh, Even though yeah. you know in real life he's such a sweet guy. Parang alam ko no, as if alam ko, pero I mean okay. what he portrays, Chris Evans <laughs> portrays, he's like such a sweet dude or like I, Captain I wonder, America, but like I wonder, he's so fun as a douche. I
2: wonder if as Lucas Lee, he had to wear prosthetic eyebrows. <laughs> you
1: know, I that's why. What... So. Like seriously, parang <laughs> dalawang higad it was... No, hindi,
2: hindi. it was parang higad at an angle <laughs> Find a picture, uh, you, you... And, you know, find a picture online, show it to people, and tell me that those aren't two higads fighting at an angle.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say um, useless information when I was doing my nerd romped through North America last year, there, I actually we actually drove past Casa Loma, which is the only like legit castle in North America that was used in Scott Pilgrim as the site where Lucas Lee was shooting his castle and I even Ooh. saw the steps where he grinded down the, the rail and you know, fucking exploded at the end and I was like that's so cool because apparently it's a very popular filming location in Toronto. Mm,
0: I see, and I love how he goes out. It's just pure ego. Yes, I like that they don't even—they
1: don't, don't even show a close-up. He just dies like in the distance, and you don't care.
0: <laughs> it's just <laughs> because cool. oh, I can do this better than you. Okay,
1: <laughs> well, if it's too hardcore for you, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, I'm sorry, but Chris Evans is an Isn't amazing like, asshole. I love like, it. The, I love Lucas it so Lee's much. Lucas Lee is
2: the epitome of toxic masculinity.
1: Yeah. Yes. Probably. But is also, he, more, he, more of the nerd yes. stuff. Remember, his skateboard is named Mithril, just for more nerdiness. Wow. I mean, like, seriously, if you're going to name Captain America's skateboard after Elven Chainmail from Lord of the Rings, you, you got some serious nerd cred. <sighs> hmm. Okay, so the next evil ex is Todd Ingram, played by one time Superman Brandon Routh.
0: Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> well, it's fine. He, he was a
1: two time Superman. He was also on the TV crossover in Arrowverse. But, you know, um, you, uh, what else can I say he'd done? Okay, he was like the atom on Legends he, of Tomorrow, he, but still. He, he
2: played Dylan Dog, this, this Italian version of like John Constantine.
1: Was that okay?
2: No.
0: I feel yeah. though he's one of the most memorable exes because of his yes. vegan powers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Vegan powers. That's all there is. That's so stupid. It's so <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. You know, like it's even more hilarious that Brian Lee O'Malley and Edgar Wright wrote something wrote up a character making fun of vegans. I'm so I don't have anything against vegans. It's just like sometimes they can You can't cuz they're vegetarians. They're better than us. I, I didn't say that. They did. <laughs> but, insert, but, but I, insert cricket noises there. No.
0: <laughs> but what I love is also the concept that goes along with it. So if you're a vegan, you have superpowers. But there's also the vegan police who keeps you in check. <laughs> it's and one so so of them is the Punisher. Thomas Jane. I'm like, what the shit? The Punisher is a vegan police? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's so so random. It's right? random. It's like it's like oh, just to make sure you're using your powers responsibly. There's a whole <laughs> judicial system for. And he's all like, "Don't
2: don't it I get three strikes?" <laughs> then they enumerated every time he had dairy. It's not it's not even that they're making fun of. I mean, like, it's not for. Per- it's not that I have anything against vegans. It's just sometimes they can be annoying.
1: It's because like vegans subscribe to the reverse fight club. You know, they gotta tell
2: you all about it,
0: whether <laughs> you want to hear club. it or not. No, I think you know, like. I not, feel
2: not, like not, it's. It, it doesn't reflect uh, them. It doesn't reflect all the vegans I know, but it's more of the fact that much of them are saying they're better, you know, they're, they're better people than you are because you're in a way being vegan will save the world.
0: I feel like being vegan is just so difficult that it's similar to when you work so hard at the gym and you can't help but just flex your muscles and show off your bod because you worked so hard on it. I feel like it's that like, oh, I worked so hard on this. Like it's so difficult to be a vegan, so I have to tell you about it.
2: I don't know. It, it's really not. It's well, hard. Seeking the a seeking
0: a, vegan. Ka. let's see if you get powers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, 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 but any excuse for me to get powers, go.
0: <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Starting so, now.
2: because okay. for a time, for a time, Posh, couldn't have dairy, so we found this great vegan pizza place that we would get from when when she couldn't have dairy when she was breastfeeding, but. Massarapsha. I'm. I'm. I'm not kidding. It's good, vegan.
1: <laughs> good, it's good for vegan. you. Yeah but, yeah, but all those all those vegan options are more expensive by default most of the time.
2: That's why if you know how to cook, not necessarily. Mm. But by here the Pilipinas, considering the vegan recipes you would find online, and it's pricey Fine.
0: as fuck, man. Yeah. Yes. expensive okay. to be but vegan. But let's go back to
1: the vegan in question. So, Tom <laughs> played by Brandon Routh. Um, he is actually his character is in a relationship with Scott Pilgrim's ex girlfriend, who broke his heart epically. Um, Envy Adams, played by Adams. Brie Larson, which ah. I think deserves a mention now.
0: Yes, yes. I love her. <laughs> this well, not just Brie Larson, but I love the Envy Adams. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. she that, just has this
0: perpetual bitch face.
2: <laughs> it, it was so fucking effective, you know. Absolutely, it was a far cry from her character in Twenty One Jump Street, who was such a sweetheart. Yep, yep. And, and then you see course. her as Envy Adams, be like, "Hmm." It's like the hell. The hell is happening.
0: I, no, I in this, totally in, it. in this
2: fight though, I would never have believed that Scott would have won by himself. Yeah. I, I, I How agree. would he have won with just playing Beast? While while freaking (laughs) vegan Superman was ripping was was, was ripping like all these riffs with his bass, yeah, it was a bass battle. (laughs) But that was one of the parts that I remember because it was so funny. Because you know, guy vegan Superman's an asshole. He knocks out knives. Chow. He knocks. He he knocks the blue out of
0: her head. head. He knocks out her
2: highlights. He knocked her hairlines
0: out of her hair. He punched the blue out of her hair. I love this movie so much.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I wouldn't know how in the world people would think up of that line to put in a movie. He
1: punched Mm -hmm. the blue out of her hair. So (laughs) ridiculous, but you
2: accept it anyway.
1: The fact that Gavin included in the graphic novel, which is originally published in black and white, makes it even funnier. (laughs) The comic book only started to be published in color like 2 or 3 years ago, but when this book came out it was straight up black and white. So we had to take our wor- their word for it that he punched the blue out of her hair.
0: Or or whatever Ramona Flowers's hair was the color that season. <laughs> I changed my hair like every two weeks. <laughs> How damaged is that hair? God. I, I don't know. know. It probably snaps off
2: that. Change. I was actually going to ask that question. Hmm. Maybe it's a wig.
1: <laughs> yeah. Her, Natalie Portman. Some of her wigs were better than others in this movie though.
0: True. <laughs> yeah. it, gets, it gets quite inconsistent. <laughs> those especially those two long strands in front. Like, they oh change lengths. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm. Like one minute it's kinda short and then it gets long really quick and then it gets short again. I don't know.
1: But honestly, like being with Deng all this time, I can honestly tell you that the whole hair color thing, it's such a high-maintenance thing. I
0: know, I I tried it.
1: I get why the filmmakers would want to keep it simple, especially if they weren't shooting this thing in chronological order. So your hair needs to be this color for this scene, and this color for that scene, and we don't have the budget or technology to do it in the computer yet. So, we got you some wigs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the wigs weren't cut the same.
1: They were cut like motorcycle helmets, my motorcycle <laughs> helmets.
0: <laughs> I guess it's literally the only inconsistent thing in this movie because everything else just checks out. It's just so put together except for the hair.
1: Okay, so that's three evil exes down. That's Matthew Patel. That's Lucas Lee. That's Todd Ingram. Now we go on to Roxy sure, who is played by Mae Whitman. One. Who I almost fell out of my chair when I realized that Roxy, played by Mae Whitman, May Whitman was actually the little daughter of the president in Independence Day.
0: Stop and that shit. We're
1: and shit. I was like, how old am I that I even made that reference to begin with? But she's <laughs> the also... Other the other reference, the,
2: w- okay, the, the, uh, the younger I reference would be one. she was She's the voice Avatar. of Katara
1: in Avatar. <laughs> I, like, I like how... Character.
2: I like how you would describe... The character of Roxy Richter, Rich, richer? Richter? Richter, 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 it's Richter. not Richter, Richard. It's richer. It's R-I-T. Richer? Yeah, it's not Richter. It's weird. Richter, Richard Kater Rich Kutter. Anyway, anyway, Roxy. 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 Roxy, 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 Roxy is who you would Roxy. call the bifurious furious half ninja.
1: Bi-furious. I laughed my ass <laughs> off the first time I heard that line because you know
2: she really is furious. <laughs> she's yeah. so angry in this movie. She just attacks Scott out of nowhere. You know, maybe yes. that's why she's called a ninja.
1: And 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 the way that Scott takes her out is with some information that Ramona remembers from their time together, where her weak sounds, spot is behind her knee. Sounds like a good but, time. But it doesn't really go down like a weak spot, does it? <laughs>
2: the one thing I remember from this fight is when she gets a punch she takes a punch from Scott and she, hmm. she just goes you punch me in the boob it's like <laughs> yo did I just <laughs> hear <You're> that right <laughs> I'm no. sorry oh, this movie is the best <laughs> like wow
1: Sambo so Tours is a podcast that does not advocate violence against women
0: but okay yes. speaking of that this is actually the only fight where you see Ramona Showing what she's got with that cool mallet of hers.
1: That's true. Like, from her Mary Scott, Poppins bag.
0: Yeah. Because Scott couldn't <laughs> fight girls. He's like, I'll fight girls. So it ended up Ramona fighting um, fighting Roxy at Ninja. some point.
1: That's true.
0: But, but Okay, I, sure.
1: I, I got questions though. I got questions. One, is that inappropriate touching? Because I don't think that was consensual. Ah.
2: Because, you know, that was not a weak spot. That was another kind of spot. Okay, if you fight, then it's automatically not consensual. Because you're fighting.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. fine. Fine, Fine. okay. So, we're we 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 agree. Scott Pilgrim touched Roxy inappropriately. I don't think Roxy hated it too much, though. But... (laughs) Here's another thing that the internet pointed out and I will never unsee. You and your
2: algorithms.
1: No. So she's like wearing stockings, right? Roxy is wearing stockings for this fight. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Those stockings got holes behind the knees. So she knows her weak spot too.
2: Easy access.
1: Damn it, internet.
0: Uh, uh, I gotta watch it again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna watch it again. I did
0: not notice that.
2: Stupid I'm watching this movie again well, and herbs
0: right um <laughs> they're still going that should be at the beginning of this show <laughs> sorry anyway, but anyway. Uh,
1: Okay, hey, next up, on. next up, we have a twofer. We got the Katenagi twins. Coolest fight. Four, is- played by a couple of Japanese guys. I'm sorry, I got nothing on those two. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I don't… Yeah,
0: don't did never we see them any... after th- this movie?
1: No. No. I no. was the and, first and the last I've seen. And most game. people remember them for what they did, not for who they were.
0: Yeah, it was one but of the they fastest… they were actual twins, right? Like, yes, they were the... played
1: by Keita Saito and Shota Saito. But if you ask me what else they've been in,
2: I got nothing. Same.
0: Oh, Sayang. I mean, yeah,
2: it would have been interesting if they we saw them somewhere else, but you know. Oh, well. The most interesting thing they did, I guess, is fight with Music Dragons. That was, yeah. that was freaking awesome. And I they see... actually didn't have lines. Yeah, they were. No, they All did right? not.
0: I'm trying no. to remember they spoke correctly. with music.
2: <laughs> Musical dragons
0: <laughs> I think this is the sequence that's most graphics heavy though, yeah, because was. uh it wasn't a fist fight, that's actually how you see that it escalates because um, okay, first X's were all hand to hand combat, but right, this is right. where there are teams involved, so the whole sex ball bomb actually helps Scott try to defeat these two Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I do agree with Misha. Sex Mabom should not have won that fight. Fucking A. No.
2: But here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. Like in anime, it's the power of friendship that wins the oh game. Oh, my God. So you're saying those twins weren't friends, friendly enough with each other? <laughs> no, but then Scott had more friends. It's two on four. Right,
0: mm. I guess. Numbers game.
2: Yes. Numbers game. It's like the Golden Fine. State Warriors. Ah. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay, so let's just do a roundup. So you got Matthew Patel. He was the first one. You got Lucas Lee, played by Captain America. You got Todd Ingram, played by Superman. You got Roxy Rick- Richer, played by Katara. And the Katya oh, twins who were in this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The last evil ex, number seven, is Gideon Graves. He is played by Jason Schwartzman, who was and probably still is somewhere, an indie darling to the world. This actually might be the most mainstream thing I've ever seen them in.
0: That's true, though.
2: Yeah, but even Scott Pilgrim is kind of indie. I guess. Not indie indie. You know? So it's what so do you guys think hipster. of him? He- well, being the OP boss that he was, he was typical OP boss. overpowered.
1: Mm-hmm. He was very overpowered.
0: But yes, Gideon is probably the biggest boss, or like probably the ex that Ramona still has the most hang ups for, which actually right. also raises the question now of these levels are they according to chronological order, or is it by intensity of how Ramona is not over them? Because that doesn't mean that doesn't always mean chronological.
2: Shit, that's, yes, a, good question. that's, a, that's a very good question because, uh, you know, I've been thinking about that. Not the in the past 13 years, but... Pero... No, no,
1: no, but I think it's chronological. Because mm. she's still working out her shit with Gideon, and he's the final boss. She seemed to have mostly been meh over Matthew Patel, because he was like back in grade school or whatever. Yeah. So I think it. I think they are chronological. Mm.
2: What about the people in between?
0: Yeah, because there could be like you know, you, there's there's this big X and sometimes there's a rebound after, but you're there still- you go. Mm-hmm. That's
2: what I that's what I wanted
1: to. Do. Right, because Roxy was just a phase. Yes. Hmm. Huh, this actually makes sense. You should ask her. Should it's ask an interesting question. It's that something out? that
2: we can revisit the movie and the books for. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tag Brian Lee O'Malley
1: and we'll ask him directly. That'll be yeah. cool.
2: That'll be so cool if he responds to this, though. Yes. Yeah. Either way, like, lucky Si 13- Matthew
0: Patel.
2: <laughs> he <signed my> books. <laughs> He'd be like,
1: yeah. I answered this question 13 years ago. Come on, <laughs> you
0: guys.
2: Matthew Patel always gets the short end of the stick.
0: Oh, uh, because he's the first, and you know, didn't mean anything to her. Oh, still, still a sure, cool right. Bollywood yeah. fight sequence, though. Yeah, I still thought he was so cool. But anyway,
1: he was. He was. So okay, was big sad. fight
0: with Gideon. Um, This actually causes a rift between Scott and his band because Gideon is actually an owner of a label who decides to sign Sex bob And the friends are like, yeah, we've been dreaming of this ever since we started the band. So they go with Gideon, but Scott, of course, is reluctant.
1: Mm -hmm. And they end up like signing with his sub, Young Neil.
0: Young Neil! Young Neil! I know!
1: love that name.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Who had the biggest crush on Knives? It's actually cute. And I think they were trying to ship Knives and young Neil together. I thought Knives was just
1: doing that to make him jealous. Yeah,
0: but then, yeah, um, yeah but, you know, they tried, I guess, at some point. Hmm.
1: They're there. But yes. Um. And like they said, like like even Scott himself says in the movie, you know, You've ate, you're a man now. I think we can just call you Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! That, so that okay, was... what are your
0: feelings about this big boss fight at the end?
1: Um, oh, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I was I I I like the earlier fights better than the fight with Gideon at the end. I don't know if it's because Jason Schwartzman just sucks at choreograph fight choreography, and they had to work with what they had. But I enjoyed the shit out of the fight with, with Chris Evans and the one with Brandon Routh. Heck, even the one with Roxy had more intensity. And coming off the super high of the Katyanaki twins with the music battle, we just get this, you know, super stylized sword fight that just you know, he has to cheat to win
2: so well well, what made it more fun was you know you had ramona and knives joining in on the fight but then yeah
1: that was more intense than the fight between you know the movie's hero and the big bad eve and and i'm gonna say right now like mary elizabeth winstead she wasn't even all that great in her fight but she was trying at least jason schwartzman was hiding behind the editing
2: that's because he's an indie
0: sweetheart. <laughs> he's not like Judgy, Judgy. He's used to being in perfectly framed shots like this <laughs> yes. from I know what's his director's Wes name? Anderson. Wes Anderson. Oh my movies. god. Like,
2: <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, if if Chris Nolan has like Killian Murphy, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman is like the mascot or the muse of Wes Anderson. <laughs> With all due apologies to Bill Murray, <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> yeah, again <laughs> one of I the staples that. of Wes Anderson. So yun nga, hindi, hindi sh- he's not effective if he's not in a perfectly asymmetrical frame.
1: <laughs> so maybe yes. he really wasn't like meant to be like action guy, then maybe he shouldn't have been the last bad guy. Maybe not.
0: I think it's, this is more of a battle because this, this last battle, quote unquote, was incredibly worthy. So I think it's more of like showing how emotionally manipulative Gideon is or manipulative in, in general, because he was okay, also yeah. using Scott's band as leverage. Right, right. So right. I think it's more of that kind of battle. Because yeah, that's but- where the feelings creep up now, and you know, <laughs> out comes Nega Scott too during this yeah. battle. So <laughs>
2: like like in classic video game, you know, yep, you have to fight yourself at the end, right. or yeah, in classic video game lore, like if you perform really well, you get a secret boss to battle. Yeah, and you have to, and it yeah, and it turns out to be yourself. <sighs> Ready, fight. Like reptile in the first Mortal Kombat, you'd have mm-hmm. to unlock him at some point.
0: Yeah. Mm, Gideon, so does is. that make Nega Scott the really the big 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 boss? I guess so. Yes. Yeah, but they settle I, their shit. They're gonna get brunch next
2: week. I like the. <laughs> that's so fucking <laughs> random. No, but no, but I, I, I like. I like the fact that it's it's an introspective. That's presented that way. You have Mm -hmm. to battle your inner demons for you to grow up. Or address something about yourself for you to be a better person.
1: But like you said earlier, I think the problem, our problem with it thematically is that it becomes a by the way. They just brush it aside for a one-liner gag about getting brunch. He He never really confronts his inner demon. Or at least not in any meaningful way that we are shown. It becomes a punchline, like, oh, it's so good. You know, he's actually kinda of cool. We have a lot in common. <laughs> Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah.
2: Nega yes. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> you, know, you know, there were there were these times when, you know, throughout the course of passionate dating when Ed gets so mad that she rarely sees it, she calls me Nega Joe. And she got the it from Scott is, Pilgrim.
1: What the hell is Joe? Calls I'm me. Joe.
2: Oh my god, I'm so slow. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. What
0: the fuck? Your
2: brains really are fried today.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry!
0: <laughs> or I'm Misha's brain sorry. is just on Pentium 3 at this point. Oh my <laughs>
2: god! What the shit? Everyone's running on the Unreal Engine. Misha's on Pensum
0: 3. No! It's not even Windows Vista. People, we're old so... guys, we're old. We're, you people suck so bad. We're so old with these references. Misha,
2: Misha, matuwa ka na lang na hindi pa rin MS-DOS.
1: You're so funny. <laughs> or 6-bit, <six-bit, laughs> like this movie oh, mother... has a lot of... 8 naman, 8. It, it's in, it's in multiples right, eight. of 8. I'm, six, I'm 16 that naman to movie. Oh,
0: okay, 16, sorry.
1: Yes, and the video game. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I, I love that. Are you intro. doing
1: an 8-bit version or like a minion version? <laughs> <laughs> well I'm just same, checking. I'm just Same checking. studio,
2: same studio anyway. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Okay. But you know, I like that they use the Universal fanfare when Chris Evans first shows his face.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of uh you know, things you get away with because of the treatment, which I really enjoyed.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And now that it's gonna be a show, I cannot wait to see what the hell that'll look like.
0: Yeah, and I hope oh. also we get more of the music. Well, obviously, hopefully yes. we will because of Scott's in a band. And uh, the soundtrack is actually pretty good. Like like we said earlier, <laughs> um, Metric's Black Sheep was pretty epic. And yeah. I, although I actually really like the Brie Larson version better. That Same. actually
2: surprised me. I did not know she could do that.
0: Yeah. She could sing. Surpri- that
2: that was the, you know, like, I was pleasantly surprised that she could sing. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was like, well, no, no I'm not going to lie. Wait, I mean, I was...
0: wait. Why didn't Ramona have to fight Envy?
2: Because that she...
0: would have been cool.
2: Huntress versus Captain Marvel? I think they did in the book, right? <laughs> Did
1: they? I think Ramona fought Envy in the book. Because, like, Envy was, like, more of a bitch in the book. Oh, she
2: was more of a bitch in the book.
1: And, like, to the point that, like, I think that was my only thing that I didn't like about Brie Larson. Like, she didn't have the red hair. Because, like, even if the comic was black and white, Brian Lee O'Malley said that he based Envy on Asuka from, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So she was, like, an angry redhead. Ooh. That's why he drew her hair that way also.
0: That's a good reference.
1: She was an angry redhead. But Brie Larson, I like what she did with it. She owns it. I'm glad she's coming back for the show.
0: Yes, me too. And I hope she sings again because uh, who knew she had an angelic Yeah, voice. but
1: but that brings me to why I didn't I really get wasn't. hung up on her singing because I was more amazed that she could stand in those shoes. Oh, and there's an Denver. outtake
0: of her <laughs> falling over on stage. And it looked painful.
2: The shoes look painful. (laughs) I mean, like, if you see the entire outfit, the shoes look like they were the worst. Yeah.
0: My God. Yes. So we've run down through the excess and the movie in general. So knowing how it ended, Hollywood style, what are your hopes for this anime coming up? That may be something that we can get off the movie to the anime since we're using the original actors as the voice actors.
1: I'm mm. legit hoping that we get a full adaptation of the graphic novel because I don't think anyone wants to see Ramona and Scott's children attending grade school. I agree.
0: Fuck that. that's that's I... not
1: a show
2: I wanna watch. No, no. no. I, I would prefer an expanded narrative. Like the movie Ooh. can give us so much can only give us so much in two hours. I want well, how to about see- every
1: episode is like a solo episode of one of the exes. Yeah.
2: That, that could work. be it. That could work. That could work. Expand like they said. Expand the universe. So I get right, You know, right. it's a very broad statement. We don't know what could happen. We don't know if it's you know gonna yep, but- show us, give us more about the characters. We don't know if it's gonna be a sequel.
1: The crazy thing is, we don't know when the show is actually coming out because they've only just announced it that it was green lit. Um, as of March 2023, they had just announced that it's going to get made. They didn't see when it's coming out or whatever. I uh, just hope they get it done before Netflix runs out of money. I have so a question. At least one season done before you know the streaming the streaming war consumes us all. I have a question.
2: Yes. Will the Netflix thumb? Turn into, a uh, you know, like an 8-bit noise or whatever.
1: I have no idea. I've never actually seen I don't know. a thumbnail like that before. Just plain text on a gray background. It looks so sad. If you look, if yeah. you try searching for Scott Pilgrim on yep. Netflix right now, that's all you get.
0: That's exactly what showed up when I tried looking it up.
1: Mm, yeah. And
0: they should actually put the movie, well, I don't know for other countries, but for our local Netflix with that hype that they're already giving this anime, they should put the movie back in there. That'll definitely get some streams for people who want to look back on it. it AKA me. HBO Go. It's on
1: HBO Go. <laughs>
0: but it's a better opportunity for Netflix. Yeah, but they can't
1: show it at the same time as the other channel
2: because rights and shit. But Spider Man and Disney Plus have been doing. Yeah, yeah but they are, had to take there... it.
1: They but they took No Way Off, No Way Home. Uh, sorry, oh. they, they took they took Far From Home off of um, Netflix? Netflix. That's why oh. they could put it on Disney Plus. They can't have Uh-oh. it at the same time. Oh. Different regions have different rights agreements.
2: Stupid rules.
0: Yeah, well, then, then Netflix should work harder. That would be so good for their. That, that's why, like
1: shows like uh, Supergirl and Arrow and Riverdale and Star Trek Discovery, are on Netflix in every country except um, in every continent except North America, because they're they're on like uh, Paramount Plus on the CW. They're on Peacock, but outside North America, they're all on Netflix. So it, it's, it's really, it really depends what country you're watching the
2: shit in. No. But in any case, it's on HBO Go. So if you want to check out the movie,
1: Yes. And catch up go. before the series hits. Or if you want to just grab a copy of the graphic novel, it shouldn't be too difficult to find. It's now available in color. So yeah, go for it. I want to buy
2: that.
0: I uh, want to borrow Misha's DVD and see that alternate ending.
2: Same. Same Blu-ray, ray I never got yeah, the DVD. chance.
0: Although I do have a DVD player because
2: i still have my PlayStation <laughs> that plays Blu-ray, so yes. I can watch it.
0: Alrighty then. So that is our little throwback to one of our favorite movies from 2010, Scott Pilgrim versus The World. So let us know your thoughts. Do you feel the same? Uh, Did you love it? Did you find it cringy? Maybe then in that case, you're probably a boomer or, you know, any of your thoughts. I don't, I don't think boomers even listen to this fucking podcast, so whatever.
2: What is a podcast?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Spotify? What is an Apple podcast or Google podcast where you can find saboteurs and listen to it?
1: Uh, where can I bust Spotify?
0: <laughs> so yes, we're available on all podcast platforms. Please subscribe if you enjoy our episodes and follow us on social media. We have a Facebook group where you can share your thoughts, random memes or news about movies. It's Saboteurs. We like movies. And we also have yeah. an official Facebook page, Saboteurs. And we have... Have TikTok and Instagram at Tours Podcast. So we hope to see you in the future episodes and we hope you enjoyed this one.
2: Hello again friend of a friend
0: Pick a song. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Hindi kami aligned. Hindi oh. kami aligned sa kakantay sa closing song natin. <laughs> Okay! <laughs> this has been the Subba I'm Mai. Um, um. I'm Misha! That's, um, An- um. That's Anjo who sounds like a minion. Oh my god, yes! This is not Despicable Me, okay?
2: Illumination!
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Misha. laughs> Thank you for bearing with this stupidity. <laughs> We Maturity. You- <laughs> 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 bye
2: bye. Thirteen years ago. Game over. K O.
1: Wait, I gotta, I gotta do this because I, I wanted to do this earlier.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: this one, this one is for Money, Okay. Wait, uh, wait,
0: wait, wait. Are we pausing this for that? Are we I don't
1: know yet. Let's see how it goes. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Say sorry to PV first. I love you, PV. I'm sorry, but this should be fun. Okay. Seven evoces. Fuck Mary Kill. First one, Matthew Patel. Go Mai.
0: What? what? Huh?
1: Fuck Mary Kill, Matthew Patel.
0: What are the other two options?
1: And the Katyanagi twins.
0: Do they count as one or two? (laughs)
1: Fine. Let's do that again. Fine. Okay.
0: Is this a package deal?
1: You did not think this through, Misha. No, I did not. Clearly. Fine. Ah, Let's do that again. Okay. Fast talk for Mai. Here we go. Uh Seven evil exes. Fuck, Mary, kill. Matthew Patel, Lucas Lee, and Todd Ingram.
0: Uh, I might marry Patel. Patel. Just just, <laughs> just so he's not so kawawa. <laughs> <Joke lang. laughs> wow, it's the pity. Actually, now that I bad. think about it, he seems like the most fun because I cannot absolutely tolerate the veganness and the douchiness of the mm. other two. That's so in disha nice pity. Answer. So in my books, he wins. Oh.
2: <laughs> so so Mary out. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: I see. Who are we killing? Which one is more can I tolerate a <laughs> vegan more or a douche more? Because they're both
2: <laughs> never mind. Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: And just stop saying here's the thing.
2: Uh, <laughs> Boboyung Delawei.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait,
2: wait, wait. Wait. Just think about think about this. Think about this. They're both airheads.
0: Exactly. But if it's it's more of a question of who I wanna fuck more.
2: <laughs> Which is a valid concern. Oh, they're, they're both oh, hot. I want you to think really hard about this.
0: Okay, wait. Okay, fine. Kill Lucas because I. Bakak maa ko yung vegan powers.
2: mo <laughs> Ito uh-huh. The vegan can fly. Imagine how interesting that would be. <laughs> he can levitate. Imagine levit sex while levitating.
0: I okay. This is so not PG. I don't know if it's gonna make the. Episode. <laughs>
2: No, but imagine, yeah, I mean, it,
0: this it, is it, what it, you want
1: from your sexual experience, Anjo. Flight, I never thought about that,
2: TBA dude. Neither did I think about it. <laughs> well, we are now, it's like, what would that feel like if you could have sex midair? I think, I think Anjo should be answering this question How do you watch Superman movies, Anjo? <laughs> <laughs>
1: When he's doing the whole new world thing with Lois Lane, is this what you're thinking? Gee, no, I hope they no, do it. In, I it, hope it, they do it in the sky. It, 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 it's just, it's just, it's Over,
2: just now. And under. It's just now that you've played this game that I realize. Oh, you can have sex while flying.
0: Okay, okay. Just thinking about it now, with or without vegan powers, because we could also consider how he's been. Um, you know, uh, under the Power. surveillance of the vegan police. The vegan police? <laughs> he's, been, he's been
2: de-veganized.
0: Yeah, he's so de-veganized. Okay, So just basing on the two, I'd rather go with the musician than the actor.
1: Ah, there. Good answer. See, that's a good answer. Okay,
2: okay. Lucas Lee isn't even a real actor. I think he's a glorified stuntman.
0: I
1: don't know. He had a lot of movie posters, right? I mean, like… Eh. Okay, okay. Let's go with Anjo for this next one. Okay, okay. Oh Same game. Fuck, Mary kill. You got Roxy. You got the Katyanagi twins as a twofer. And Gideon
2: Graves. Where do you go? I'd kill my, I kill. don't know. I don't want manipulative manipulate. Dude. I don't know. I cannot choose between. I am not a bifurious ninja. <laughs> I would probably go with Mae Whitman, seeing as I could procreate with her. The other, the other okay. three aren't my type. Yeah, I can boink her knee.
0: But yes. Mm. I wanna Who do you think... kill?
2: Probably Gideon because
1: he's manipulative. Oh. And then you'll marry the Kachinagi twins. That is a For the money
2: for... and the dragons.
0: Yeah, actually, <laughs> to to be able to afford that setup they had as a like band. Like the a wall of he'll, amps. They're hella rich.
2: Yeah, I, I would say so. I would yeah. say they so. have dragons. You know, dragons speak to me. I was born in the year of the dragon, so… Mm, um, that's a good answer.
0: Okay, I want to throw this at Misha.
2: Okay. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> so, fuck Mary Kill, Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, <out>. <laughs> Young Neil, <laughs>
2: and the vegan police. <laughs>
0: Let, let, let her I, ask, was, I was actually gonna say wallace but then that's an easy mary so let's not add yes. Wallace. that's Wa- an easy no mary. Put, put wallace back so in. let's put the vegan police <laughs> fuck you? or or that dude at the party played by nelson franklin
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: random dude at the party remember him <laughs> yes yes i do so yes they, sh- young- they showed him twice <laughs> As well, uh, what's his name? I don't even remember his name. I don't it's remember. just that random party guy na- played by Nelson yes. Franklin. So yes, Nelson Franklin. What's his? Uh, let me Google. Call, call me. What's his name? How do you say his name? This is so sad. Come here, Come up. But anyway, that random party guy, <laughs> Young <laughs> Neil or Scott Pilgrim? Why do you hate me? <laughs>
2: oh, okay. I- answer. Answer.
1: Uh, well, I guess I okay. I gotta kill. I gotta kill Scott Pilgrim. I'm sorry. I have to.
0: Yeah, he's an asshole to be. TV he was bitch.
2: immature. He,
0: yeah, he but he had on to, knives. He had
1: to die to admit his faults. Okay, you want? You don't want to marry someone like that? No. So kill him. Just kill him all. <laughs> <laughs>